Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses Podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. What are you passionate about? If you have $1 billion, how do you want to spend that much money? Now, that will show you what you are passionate about. Some people might say, if I have a $1 billion, I'm going to invest in so that I can make another $1 billion. Or some of you might say, you know, when I, if I have a $1 billion, I'm going to spend it, I'm going to invest in buying a lot of real estate. So that means you are very passionate about real estate or uh, you are very passionate about your money. Or if you have $1 billion, you might say, you know, I want to spend that money to travel all around the world and many all countries and all villages and I'm gonna spend uh, that money for the next 20 years for my leisure my entertainment so that must be your passion but what is really the passion that is worthy not all passions are good well being passionate is better than not being passionate but we need to know what passion is really worthy today we are going to study from 1st Corinthians chapter 9 Nine, and we will see what Paul was passionate about. He had all the resources, more than $1 billion, which is the resource from the Lord, but he used all those resources for his real passion. So let's dive in to um, 1 Corinthians chapter 9 to see where his passion was. And I think we really need to have this passion as well. So let's read from 1 Corinthians 9, verses 19 through 23. For though I am free from all people, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I may gain more. To the Jews I became as a Jew, so that I might gain Jews. To those who are under the law I became as one under the law, though not being under the law myself, so that I may might gain those who are under the law. To those who are without the law I became as one without the law, though not being without the law of God, but under the law of God. Christ, so that I may gain those who are without the law. To the weak I became weak, that I might gain the weak. I became all things to all people, so that I may by all means save some. I do all things for the sake of the gospel, so that I may become a fellow partaker of it. Amen. There are three points I want to gain, I want to get from this passage. The first one is everything. Second one, nothing. Third one, something. Even though Paul had every right that he could enjoy his life, but he sacrificed his rights to become like nothing. For what? To gain something, and which is much more important than anything else. And this is what he was passionate about. So let's go back to today's passage here, and then we're going to go one by one. Everything, nothing, something. Now it starts in verse 19, for though I am free from all people. All right, what does this really mean? In the earlier uh, part of this chapter, Paul goes on to the some kind of list. I have all the rights. What kind of rights is it? I have rights to get married and I have rights to be paid for my ministry. So there is nothing wrong for Christians, including ministers or pastors or leaders. It is nothing wrong 
for them to get married, then it is nothing wrong for them to get salary for their ministries. It is not sinning against the Lord. So it is same uh, now because there are several pastors or church leaders who are getting married and many of them receive a salary for their ministry. Is that a sin? Not at all. They all have right. We have right. We have a freedom to do that. Now, ultimately, we have freedom in Christ Jesus. We learn from in Hebrews chapter 10, 10, Jesus redeemed us through um, with his blood, as in the chapter 9, verse 22, but also in the chapter 10, 10, that he redeemed, uh, redeemed us by being um sacrificing himself once for all so that we are free from bondage of sin and death. So that is the ultimate freedom. But we also have the right as the children of God to enjoy life on this earth. Just like I mentioned earlier, the list goes on. However, even though Paul had all the rights that he could do as a Christian, as a minister of the gospel of Christ Jesus, we can see in the next point that he did not use those uh, resources or the rights, and he became like nothing. So what does it really look like? So let's go back to, to this passage. It says, I made, I have made myself a slave to all. Hmm, what does this really mean? Now, Paul was a Roman citizen, meaning that he was a free man. He did not, he was not a slave at all. And then the slavery was uh, legal at the time. So it was a very stark difference between the master and the slave. And nobody would want to become slave. Everybody wants to become master. And that's pretty obvious. However, Paul here in this passage that he has made himself a slave to all people. Isn't that interesting? I mean, he had all the rights to enjoy his life as a Christian, and it is not even a sin. So that there's nothing wrong if he, uh, if he's a master or if he owns a house and if he owns a car. Of course, there was not a car back then, back in those days. But you know what I mean. And then you know he was totally okay to get married, to enjoy his life with his wife, and you know he could receive all the salary from his church ministry, so so that he can, you know, even maybe uh, double up his salary for uh, his life and kids and all of that. No problem. However, he did not use all those rights, and he purposefully, intentionally became like a slave, which is against the odd. He, nobody would want to do that, but he did it. And then we will see the purpose of doing it, and that is where his passion is. But he became like slave to all people. And this is nothing new because we see the ultimate example that Jesus made himself like a servant. As we can see in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8, we see that Jesus is God. He is the Son of God, but he emptied himself and he became like us. That is a humble, total humble 
posture that the Son of God, the King of kings and Lord of lords, He became like us. But not just that, He became like a servant and He obeyed it to the point of death. Wow, that is radical humbleness, radical obedience. But that is what King of kings and Lord of lords did, that Jesus humbled Himself to become like a slave. Now, Apostle Paul was just like us. He was just a mere human. But yet, we are so inspired by his posture here that even though he had rights, but he did not use his rights, but he voluntarily has made himself to become like a servant to all people. That itself is so radical. How much more our God, Jesus Christ, humbled himself to become like a servant. Now, the implication is this. Application is that we must become like Christ Jesus. As Paul became like Christ Jesus um, when he humbled himself to become like slave. But again, nobody wants to become like a slave. There must be a clear reason why Paul chose to do that. And that is something that we're going to go to the, uh, the next point. The next point is that he became, uh, he became like a servant to gain something that is worthy. So let's go back to our passage again. Uh, it says in this one verse, So that, this is important, there is the purpose of becoming like a slave to all people, so that I, Paul, may gain more. Hmm, what is this? Gain more of what? Now, is that means doesn't mean that he wanted to gain more uh, people to follow him, more subscribers, more followers for his Instagram or Facebook. That is not the case. He says he gain more people not for his own sake but for the sake of the gospel of Christ Jesus he wanted to gain more followers of Christ Jesus not followers of apostle Paul now he this is his passion no matter what it takes if he could gain more Christians more people to follow Christ Jesus, he would sacrifice all the rights he had. So even though he had every right, but he was he uh, he was willing to become like a nothing to gain more people to follow Jesus. So how does that really look like? How he how did he really humble himself? How did he become like a servant to all people to gain more people for Christ Jesus? So let's go back to today's passage. It goes on. It says, "To the Jews, I became as a Jew." Of course, he was a Jewish. So this is not really uh this is a probably easy uh, one. But it says the purpose is important so that again. I might gain Jews. I might gain more Jewish Christians. To those who are under the law, I became as one under the law. Of course, Paul was free. He was free from the curse of the law as a Christian because Galatians 3, 13, the Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law because Christ became the curse by hanging on the cross. He died on the cross 
to free us from the curse of the laws, so that we don't have to go back to the law. But here, and of course, Apostle Paul was very opposed to the legalism, legalistic belief. However, he voluntarily um, became like uh, the people in the, under the law, not because he was legalistic again, but because he wanted to gain people who are under the law. The though not being under the law, uh, so that I might get more people under the law, to those who are without the law, he is talking about Gentiles, I became as one without the law. I don't care if I become like a Gentile, though not being without the law of God, but under the law of Christ, so that I may gain those who are without the law. Again, a clear purpose, so that I may gain those who are without the law. To the weak, I became weak, even though he was not weak, that I might gain the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that I might may by all means save some. Of course, he is not saving people because he's not God. But the meaning here is that he will become everything so that he can lead everyone to Christ Jesus. That's what it means. I do all things. Here is the key point here. I do all things for the sake of the gospel. This is what his passion is. I'll do all things. For the gospel of Christ Jesus, so that I may become a fellower, fellow partaker of it. Amen. Now, this is what he would do for the rest of his life, and whether it's a death or a life and persecution or whatever. And also in this passage, we see that he would even compromise his identity. But he did not care about whether it's a Jewish or Gentiles or weak people or rich or he could become everything. He could become like everyone, even though he was not part of it. He did not have to do it, but he did it all for the sake of gospel of Christ Jesus, so that more people would come to know Christ Jesus. Would you like to actively participate in 21C Moses ministry? If so, consider signing up for 21C Moses Patreon today. By becoming a member, you can support the ministry at various levels and receive different benefits in return. To learn more, simply visit Patreon and search for 21C Moses. Passion. This is the passion, and I really believe that this must be our passion as well. Going back to the first point that if you have a $1 billion, what you're going to do about it? Most people want to use that resource for themselves, for their leisure, for their more money, for their dream to, to come true, for their vision, for themselves, or probably uh, people, uh, for the people around them, for their family members or relatives. They are building their small kingdom for themselves. But we need to know what is the uh, eternal implication of it. There is no eternity in that because it is just all temporal. And Satan loves that because Satan entices people to build their kingdom for themselves, use their resources for themselves. Now, even if it is, even though it is a passion, but that is not the right passion that we need to have. We need to have the right passion, the passion for the sake of Christ Jesus. Now, going back to the everything part, God has given us the everything. First of all, foremost, God has given us salvation. He saved us 
by His grace. When we believe in Christ Jesus, He saved us from the bondage of sin and death. Then He is holding us with His own arms so that we are secure in Him. Now, how can, uh, is there anything that, anything else that we need more than that? He saved us and He will save us. And he will lead us to his heavenly place forever. So that the place where there's no, no more tears, no more worries, no more sorrows. The perfect place. We don't really need anything else because he has given us everything. And then also he has, the, he has given us the right. We can get married and we can enjoy our marriage life. And we can enjoy our children. And we can enjoy um, the, uh, the income that he provides. Not, none of them are sinning. However, if your purpose of your life, your passion is, uh, if, if it is like, okay, you know, I just want to be a good Christian. I want to live in this uh, peaceful neighborhood and I'm, I'm just satisfied with going to church on Sunday and everyone loves each other. And uh, I just, this is a quiet and peaceful life. That's all that is. Um, and if that is really your passion, I really want you to look at, fix your eyes on Christ Jesus and see what He has done. Of course, He could be in heaven and uh, enjoying all the heavenly, the, the uh, choir and all those things. But He willingly came down to the earth to sacrifice for us. And He did not have to do it, but He did it. Why? Because that was God's will. And that, that shows that how much He loves us. Paul did the same thing. Now, Paul did not have to sacrifice his right. He could get married and uh, he could receive all the salary, but he voluntarily sacrificed his rights for what? To, to lead people to Christ Jesus. He voluntarily sacrificed his identity to lead more people to Christ Jesus. That's the same thing that we can do. This is the challenge for us that even though we have the right to live in the comfortable place, even though we have the rights to uh, live very close to our loved ones, even though we have all the rights to earn more money and uh, to live in a big uh, two-story house or three-story house, no problem. However, we must be willing to sacrifice those rights for the sake of leading people to Christ Jesus. What if God is calling you to go to a place that you've never been to, to go to a place that you would need to learn the language, you need to learn the culture, and more importantly, there may be a, a huge possibilities of persecutions. You might lose your life, you might lose your loved ones, and you might go through all the sickness and pain. So would you go there? Probably you might say, okay, that is, you know, it is so foolish to do that. I already have a right here, and it's not a sinning against God. So it's a you know win-win for me. I'm not sinning against God, but I can also enjoy my life here. But here's the thing. There's so many people who have not heard the gospel yet, and God wants to use His church to spread the gospel to all around the world so that the end will come, as in the Matthew chapter 24, verses 13 through 14. Which one is more important? Are you willing to sacrifice your right for God's kingdom? Or are you, are you just willing to live your comfortable life, just the same old life, without obeying God's will in your life? Listen 
carefully about what God is saying. Jesus commanded us to go and make disciples of all nations. This is God's will. 2 Peter 3, 9, God wants everyone to come to repentance. In between, what does it take? It takes sacrificing our rights for the kingdom of God. So if God is calling you to do something that is that was not part of your plan, listen to Him and sacrifice, be willing to sacrifice your rights for the kingdom of God. Our life is short, but our life is very precious so that we can maximize our life for the kingdom of God by sacrificing the rights that God has given us so that even though we have every right but we can willing we can uh, sacrifice it so that we can be become like nothing to gain something which is eternally um, worthy which is to lead people to Christ Jesus let's pray together Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful message and challenging message. Of course, we, uh, many of us, we want to live in our comfortable life and we don't want to leave our comfort zone at all. But Father, please wake us up and let us see what you did on the cross and what Paul did for the sake of the gospel. Father, please help us to reorient our passion. So that our passion must not be just living in a uh, good and decent life and a quiet life, peaceful life on the earth. But Father, please help us to live a life worthy for your kingdom, Lord, so that we'll be willing to sacrifice our rights to become like a nothing, to gain something which is worthy to lead people to Christ Jesus. Help us and guide us, Lord. We thank you, praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen. Pastor Sammy Jew's latest publication, Burning Bush is a spiritual guidebook designed to strengthen faith. It consists of daily meditations and memorization of a selected Bible passage for 119 days. This book, which is part of the first series of 21C Moses Devotional, is intended to foster a closer relationship with God by reading and reflecting on selected verses from the Bible. Over a period of 17 weeks, its purpose is to provide a deeper understanding of God, our purpose, and how to live a virtuous life through the words of the Bible. Get your copy of the book, Burning Bush Meeting God, today by visiting Amazon.com.